Welcome back to the Living Every Now podcast. My name is Will. And I'm Jake. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the skills that you can learn that open up the most doors for you and specifically computer programming. Okay, wait. Okay, how did you... Wait, you said the skills that open up the most doors for you. How did you come to that? And then how did you um, get come to coding as one of them? So I think a few episodes ago you did reading mm-hmm. and... I think that that was a perfect episode because if you get good at reading and you make it a habit, it will open so many doors for you in terms of like becoming the best person that you could be because you get exposed to so many different ideas. You become a better learner. You become a better speaker. And in general, I think it's easier to live a good life if you are good at reading because it just makes you a smarter person. Yeah, and you can so, like read the signs to like yeah, your you can, next destination. <laughs> literacy in general is good, but <laughs> but more than just like knowing how to read no, for being sure. a reader. Yeah. For sure. So I was trying to think of what other what are the high earning skills that we could learn? What are what are the low hanging fruit and like the skills that if you spend time in will give you the most bang for your buck in the modern world. Okay. So I think the top three for me personally are reading, writing, and computer programming. Okay. What about, like, I feel like our last episode, self-reflection, is like a skill. Yeah. I I think that is kind of a skill. That's a bit of a meta skill. That's true. Like. You just talk more practically. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's hard to distinguish between, like, internal skills and external skills. Okay. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But you got to coding. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Like, if. The things that you put on your CV that are the most actionable. Um, right. And I think in the modern world, coding is, is super important. And there's almost no people, I think, who wouldn't benefit from from learning how to code. So I want to talk a little bit about why people should learn how to code, how they should get started, all the different kinds there are, and, and a little bit just exposing that world to people who might not have usually been exposed to it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So where do you want to start? Um, well, let's start with like just all the different kinds of coding there are. This is like super basic stuff, but yeah, there's like markup and yeah, random websites and stuff is not really technically coding or it's not programming. It, it is coding. Right, right. So there's a subtle distinction there. Um, and I think that's super useful for anyone who wants to have an online presence. Having a personal website is pretty cool. Um, if you're interested in websites in general, I would say definitely learn HTML, but if you're not then just probably go on squarespace and (laughs) pay to make a website for like 10 bucks or something totally um there's so many like new apps that create like static sites yeah super easily you can you can have an online that's kind of the the way that a lot of this programming world is is gonna go like tools like notion and stuff which is a personal workspace where you can manage basically any kind of information it makes it easy to do things without code that used to require code. Right. Um, But I think that fundamentally coding will always be an important skill as long as computers are important to human lives. Um, Just because if you don't really understand how they work, they're so much harder to use. Um, And I am a much better, much more proficient human being in a world full of computers because I'm decently good at computer programming totally yeah totally so where um if you're if you're not gonna if you're skipping the website markup 
step? Where do you start as a young coder? It, it, this is going to be a, a terrible answer, but it just <laughs> depends on what you want to do. That's, it, I mean, that's fair. There's just so much out there. There is so much, and it's such a a deep well to go down, and there's always more to learn, and you're never going to be a perfect programmer. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about the um, the mental benefits of learning how to code. Okay. So I'm so curious. There's a very specific kind of problem solving that you learn when you code and I guess I should say program. So not like coding a website or using CSS to make a website pretty, but learning how to use loops and conditionals and programming the logic of computers. And especially if you get into the higher levels where you're learning how to do recursive stuff, where you have functions that call itself and you can create like, you know, infinite recursion, like fractals and like really, really cool, almost mathy kind of stuff. Um, it, it feels like the, the purest form of creation in my mind, like the most viscerally satisfying problem solving I've ever done. And it, it's really cool to, I guess, be be good at that kind of problem solving because in the modern world, so many things are based on computers. It, it feels like a, a life hack to be able to walk around and, and understand like a tail recursive algorithm or something because you see it everywhere, but like no one else does. That's, that's crazy. I've never heard anybody talk about code like that. I, <laughs> I, I'm definitely biased because I, I, I love doing it, but computers are in my opinion, the most, free form creation because you can do anything. You could do music on a computer. You could do visual art on a computer. You could do, you know, even writing on a computer. Like, yeah. And knowing how to code theoretically could help you with any of that. Like, yeah, I was, I was going to say, so I have, I have, uh, I would call myself not a programmer at all. Mm -hmm. I would, like, I know very little JavaScript to be completely fair. I know like the basics and then I know, like I can make a static site. Mm -hmm. So as far as like I do the markup stuff, like the stuff that's not really programming, but it's like coding nonetheless. But that's such a useful skill still nonetheless. I was going to yeah. say that is that even, even with something so like trivial as HTML, CSS, mm -hmm. light JavaScript, it's, it, I still have the benefits of similar uh, problem solving. I don't have like the recursive loop stuff mm -hmm. as much, but like I have enough fundamental understanding of recursive loops that I understand that, that, um, I don't know, problem set and then mm -hmm. solving such problem. You have a much, like we're talking, um, this is master and student level difference in Will and I's skill uh, as far as coding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, we have much different perspectives, but I'm still advocating for the the, the yeah. fact that everyone should code. And I think there's so many easy entry points Definitely. Too, to that and we should talk about. I, I do think that maybe I was wrong when I said you shouldn't start with HTML because getting good at HTML and CSS makes you not only good at HTML and CSS, but it makes you good at debugging. And debugging is like such a useful skill in life, like knowing how to like change one thing, see what it does, change another thing, see what it does. Yeah. If you don't know how to do something, you know how to be able to find it on the internet with so many different sites and like, right. Yeah. The, you know, that's funny. That's a funny, um, like analogy I just drew in my head because there's so many people in my life that aren't not, 
I mean, they're close or distant or whatever. They range on the spectrum, but just don't apply themselves. Yeah, and they, they don't. If they don't know something, they don't try to know it. But exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on, on a little secret about programmers: is we actually know nothing. We're just really, really good at googling stuff. And once you do that enough times, you realize that no one actually knows something, and smart people are just good at finding answers. Exactly, and they don't take no for an answer. Exactly, they, they like, just go they just, find they their figure answer. Figure out how to figure it out. They have high agency versus mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't doesn't just go look for the solution. Yeah. And so I, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to out anybody, but I have somebody really close to me that is constantly asking me questions. And I'm mm-hmm. like, did you look it up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't relate yeah. because I look up everything that I have a question about. Mm-hmm. And we, we grew up on YouTube university. Like we figured out literally everything by applying ourselves mm-hmm. and Googling and all the stuff that we like quote unquote know is really just Google search results filtered yeah. through Will and Jake. <laughs> yeah. I, I think programming is just one avenue to this. Like, of course, there's lots of other ways. Like, I feel like dads in general are pretty high agency because, like, if there's a problem in the house, they have to fix it. So right. they, they get good at figuring out how to do stuff because they have to figure out how to fix stuff. Right. And programming is just a really constrained form of that problem that gets you good at solving basic problems in a mathy way that I find very satisfying. So no, I feel you do to try. There's a lot of good sites out there like Code Academy. I was just going to talk to you. Where where did you start? Like how did how did, what got you into coding and and how did you know that you wanted to you know, now it's your career at this point. So That's how true, did you yeah. know that you wanted to make a career out of it? Well, I didn't really know at all. I was a freshman in high school and I guess I was probably like browsing Reddit or something and I found out that you could take the MIT open courseware beginner computer programming course. It's called CS50. So I took CS50 and it was in C and it whooped my ass and I had to learn how to like install virtual machines and uh, I mean, use the command line. Like it, it was just baffling to me, like how hard it was to actually like, you know, do the barrier to entry of like all this setup and stuff. But then, it, like, I got through it and it was fine and I enjoyed it. But eventually, I found out about like Code Academy, which makes it super simple. You just open up your browser and it teaches you the stuff. So, right. um, I did Code Academy for a while. Khan Academy had some animation courses that I took. And by the time I got to college, I was a fairly proficient programmer. Um, nice. Just after, after a few years of making stupid little games and sitting in the basement in high school with you, Jake, and our other <laughs> friend trying to solve the Riemann hypothesis by making graphs of prime numbers and stuff. Yo, so our high school experience was unlike anyone else's I know, honestly. <laughs> like, it was so funny. It, it was, we were idiots, and we, we, we really thought we solved the Riemann hypothesis by making pretty pictures with prime numbers. Um, <laughs> and it was fun while it lasted, and it, it taught me a lot about programming. But yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I got into coding probably when I was 12 or 13 and it was about the same time I got into music production and I, just for fun, like I would just try and make like simple static sites. Like I would just change the color of an HTML page and freak out that it was pink. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, dad, I made that. I made that. Like I I put that on there. And, um, it honestly wasn't really until like the last I did. I, so I, I kind of loosely, Coded stuff was Code Academy, Khan Academy. Um, in the last two years, um, well, before that in college, I took a couple programming courses. I had like a um, 
dev minor for a little bit. So I was taking Java and Java 2 and Java 3 and just learning loops and whatnot. Um, Small functions like uh, receipt functions and stuff like when you go to the store, that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, like distance functions, if you need to calculate gas price, um, that kind of stuff. Anyway, I... I have an appreciation for that, but just like don't even want to do programming at all as far as like I hated my Java course Mm -hmm. and there was, I don't know. I just, I I don't take to those things as easily, but the HTML and CSS I love. Like I have so much fun doing it and even a little bit of JavaScript to just kind of make an experience Mm because it feels so creative to me. Like that part visually is compelling. Like as somebody that like draws on canvases and makes music, all of it feels tactile versus programming feels much more back end E. And I see the creative potential there and I understand where you get so much life from it. I just don't have that. Yeah. I need to see it. Like I need to see it to believe (laughs) it is how I feel. So uh, up until recently, like I, I've only gotten much better at coding in the last year. Versus, you know, I started when I was 12. Yeah. And it's just because I, it's like what you spend your time on, you get better at, really. Mm-hmm. And so that's all it is. But um, yeah, Code Academy was great for me to start. There's a super cool website called, it's like repl.io or repl.it. And it is kind of like Code Academy, but they have little tournaments where you can make games in your browser. And like a lot of people, We'll, we'll make browser games inside of their browser. And it's good if you're learning how to code and you want to have that visual side that you're talking about, Jake. Yeah. It makes it super easy to like draw graphics and that you can learn kind of the fundamentals like you were talking about, like simple functions and, and loops and stuff, but you can do it in a much more visual way that might pique someone's interest if they're more of a visual learner. That's like really cool. Be. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I feel like I needed that. In, uh, yeah, you in can college. solve a problem and it's not about like how many watermelons can Jim fit in the back of his truck? And it's yeah. about like, you know, let's get this this picture to look pretty and like yes, four loops. I, I and need stuff that. Like that. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go there right, right after this podcast. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess there's there's a big journey as far as like where you started and where you are now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you really answered making a career out of it. Well, I don't think that you have to make a career out of it for it to be useful, and I think that's why it's okay. such a high agency skill okay. because no matter what industry you're in, you're probably using computers. And if you know how to use APIs and pull data down from a server and then use that data to integrate with your data and you can make better decisions with that, even if you're not doing that as your full-time job, like it makes you so much more marketable to even have that on your resume. That's or true. Anything, especially if you're trying to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I think almost all the big companies that we, we talk about in our daily lives were founded by software developers. Like Apple had Wozniak, um, Zuckerberg, Elon Musk was a C programmer. Um, Jeff Bezos was a software engineer. Yeah. So we both, I mean, live it every now. We'll live it every now, obviously. <laughs> we both, we both have skills. Yeah. <laughs> Got to know how to code. So it, it just, it seems like such an important skill and it is such an important skill, I guess. doesn't seem like one, but I I completely agree. Uh, I was I was gonna say I I do something kind of unrelated to coding, but I guess the more I get into my design career, I am shit like handing off the dev more and more. So it's it's mm-hmm. not it's I need that skill more and more. But what I will say is that 
having a code, even just a little bit of a base for understanding development makes me a 10 times better designer, yeah. like 10 times better just teammate. Just not being afraid of the command terminal if you have to go in there or something. Right, right, right. Or like even stuff that doesn't require any code, just basic automation, you, knowing how to use Zapier or like building templates that you're teammates can use or something and then you end up doing less work and you're you're saving money for whoever it is you're saving money for right i mean it's it's perfect i think i think i would say that you and i have a more fundamental understanding and better use case of notion even just because we know no code and and like notion's probably confusing to people who've never worked on a database before exactly and that's that's really cool i'm realizing like all these areas of my life that i now have more mm-hmm. and I've been blessed by, by because of uh, learning how to code a little bit. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to scare people away from Notion. It, it's not that bad, but if you're trying to like do a join between two tables, you, it probably helps to know what a, a foreign key is or something. Yeah. We're only saying that you, you're just going to be able to use it better. Yeah. And it, <laughs> if you can automate it or you could hook it up to the API when that finally comes out. Notion, I'm looking at you. <laughs> when you could, you know, automate your life. So, were when you settled on these three, top three, were there any other skills that were like runner up? That yeah, you I, thought, I about? thought about that for a while. Um, I think for me personally, coding is going to be in the top three, but other people might have something else in their top three. I think reading and writing got to be in everyone's top three. Yeah, I reading mean, and writing are important. Yeah, if you if you're not if you're not good at reading and writing, I think those are the highest earning areas. Um, I think like pure mathematics could be something that would be like top for a lot of people because of just how fundamental it is to every other science. So if you are good at pure mathematics, like the, the rest of the scientific foundation in the world is a little bit more tangible, a little bit more accessible. Um, but also, like, I don't know how much that actually makes people's lives better, like being able to understand right. you know, astrophysics or whatever. So all of these skills, all of them so far, seem really geared toward, I don't know, social, like the dynamics of an economy, et cetera. What do you do when the lights turn off, the internet goes out, the computers don't work anymore, just hypothetically? Mm-hmm. What What then becomes your most important <laughs> skills. Yeah. Well, like, cause you're right. going to roll the clock back to pre agricultural revolution. Well, then, I'm just saying, I'm know, just saying, I'm just knowing saying which berries are poisonous. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying that they, these have a caveat and I'm play, trying to play devil's yeah. advocate to these ideas. The caveat is, is the infrastructure of our society is a little bit more fragile than we'd all like to admit. Yeah. And computers are a construct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Picking berries. <laughs> yeah, I got everyone. Horticulture. A, no, I mean, I, gardening would be pretty cool. I no, don't know how high agency that is. I but. just, I have an urge to kind of explore mm-hmm. that side of myself. Um, just in the weird chance that I'm the guy that needs to be able to take care of other people or myself when slash if, you know, nothing works tomorrow. Like the lights do turn off. Yeah. Like what if? Well, we live in the middle of Denver, so <laughs> it's hard to hard to practice your berry picking out here. But I think what originally sparked this for me, now that I'm thinking about it a bit more, is mm-hmm. 
like trying to become the most high agency single person creative team possible. Okay. okay, so why high agency? Where did you get that idea? I don't I don't remember where I got it from. Why is there something that sparked that? Like Yeah, cuz I feel like high agency is something I I don't know. I I yeah, learned like, about like, I learned to be high highly agent. If I was going to be a one man team and I wanted to create the most amount of stuff. Okay. What would it be? Like obviously you need to be able to to read and do a lot of research writing because you have to be able to, to communicate your ideas mm-hmm. and computers just because computers is how we transmit data. I was going to say it's a delivery tool. It's a, yeah, it's, it's the, it's the infrastructure of our society at this point. Basically yeah. that's, that, that's how we transmit creativity. That's how we transmit ideas. Right. But you could also be super specialized in like video production, I would say is another super high agency creative uh, skill because almost all of like, social media is based around visuals at this point. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter is probably the last bastion of, you know, written text. Like who the fuck uses Facebook? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And even then on Facebook, all the popular stuff is like videos that your grandma shares. <laughs> I, don't, I have not been on Facebook in years. I don't even understand why people use Facebook, but hey. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I'm just trying to think about the most high output, high agency creative skills i think you're right i think i think i would identify with those three things i don't know if they're like they're not what makes you the best person oh definitely not yeah this is this is more about this is this is a delivery this is this is how can i more businessy definitely yeah what what would a business value the most yeah it's cool i like i like the exercise i think i think it's important i I think we would kind of all kind of fall in these same three buckets though i think more like give or take one or two of the items mm-hmm. i think reading or writing are pretty fundamental that third one is what's gonna be the different deliverance mm-hmm. um but if you have a good strong third one like you are good at video production yeah then the next highest after you have that super specialized like artistic creative one right. i think is always going to be computers because if you're good at like video and computers, right. then it makes you better at video because you can now distribute it in a more sophisticated way. No, totally. Like uh, having the tool set to build my own website for my own music mm-hmm. totally separates me from yeah. other people. Definitely. You can be as creative as your mind will allow you and not be constrained. So- exactly. And that's really what it is. It's it's storytelling. It's immersiveness. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. having control over how that story is delivered. Wow! Definitely. Wow! Wow! Yeah, coding super valuable. We 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 explore today. <laughs> ah, more obvious insights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I wonder why it's a billion dollar industry. Go um get your computers out right now. Download Atom or VS Code and start coding. <laughs> He's like, don't download Adam. <laughs> download Emacs. Will's a nerd. All right. Well, yeah, I think that that wraps up pretty much everything I need to say about coding. Go do it. At least, at least try it. It's not for everyone, and it's a little dense, and there's an endless amount of stuff to learn, mm-hmm. and it probably will take you a year before you actually are, you know, functional. But yeah, it t- it's there's a lot of trial and error, and a lot of high agency self learning. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Oh my gosh, that's another benefit. It's just uh, self learning in every aspect. I think we kind of covered that. Yeah. But you, no one's really gonna teach you computers. Like, there's lots of websites that do it for you, but so yeah. much of it is just you don't know something. You know you don't know something, and then you gotta figure it out. Yeah, and there's this there's this weird kind of caveat where you kind of learn something, 
by uh, somebody teaching it to you and it doesn't really stick as hard until you had to look it up and kind of do it yourself. Definitely. And then it sticks way longer. Yeah, like reading books in high school, I don't remember any of them, but when I read right. them for myself. Right. We're so complicated and frustrating as humans. Anyway. No, we're just lazy. That's true too. Um. Anyway, yeah, are you done? Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I think that was a good one. I like that. Um, Here we go. Thanks, thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram and Twitter at Live and Every Now. Liveandevernow.com is our website. And join our Discord so we can um, share funny memes. Yeah, if you're new to the Discord, just go in the meme channel. Send us a good meme. Uh, if we laugh at it, then we'll invite you into our cult. Yeah. All right, have a good day, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye.